0: Here is my reality reflection for today. Okay, we will continue with our journey on the evil spirits path that we've been on. But first, I really want to share with you something that I read this morning. I get the Catholic company to me in my inbox every morning. It used to be a huge thing in the beginning of my prayer journey. I have not taken that out of my inbox, I have not unsubscribed. And the reason is because every now and then I'll go there and I'll read something that is phenomenal. And that's what happened today. So I want to share it with you. It's from our friend, Ralph Martin. He's wonderful. Okay, let me get there. Okay. He says, we may have become careless in being faithful to our spiritual commitments, such as attendance at daily mass our daily time of prayer, spiritual reading, and so on. Or we may have become careless in valuing the gifts God gives us or in rejecting or dallying with temptation. Or we may have begun to allow distractions, entertainments, and engagement in worldly activities to deaden our hunger for God. Dryness experienced as a result of negligence, lukewarmness, and infidelity, and whatever stage of the downward spiral it may have led to, have only one solution, repentance. This dryness is self-induced. The solution to it is to return to fidelity in our spiritual practices. Come on now. How many of you are feeling dry? You don't feel the presence of God. You don't want to pray. You're allowing yourself to be entertained and distracted by worldly stuff and things that are not of God. And yet we ask, why? Why do I feel so dry? Why don't I feel the Lord in my life? It's because we're not giving him our time. We're not opening our heart. We're being lukewarm in our seeking for him. If you have gotten lukewarm, maybe you used to go to daily mass. Now you don't, or you used to pray every day, but now you don't, or something happened in your life that changed what you used to do. And you're not feeling God as much. There's a connection. And if you were paying attention, being meaningful and purposeful every day, you would notice what is different. Why are my days not as beautiful and joyful? And why am I not looking at everything and being like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful. This is so beautiful. Oh Lord, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Why? Because we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing, which is seeking the kingdom first. Don't do it anymore. Because the more you do it, the harder it is to get back. Trust me. Been there, done that. Fighting through some of my own things right now. We all are. Sometimes we're on the mountaintop and we have this amazing time in our life. Beautiful season where it's such deep prayer. And then maybe even something doesn't change, but most often it does. Something changes and so does our ability to have that time or maybe changes our desire or we fight against something that changes in our lives. I'm not sure what it is and it may be something that was good that happened to us, but so we need to make time We make time for things we want to do, everyone. So, what are we telling God when we don't make time for Him? We don't love you? It's not that we're telling Him that, we're actually showing Him that by not spending that time. Please, even if you know how to pray, maybe you just need something to work with you every day. I'm there. Run to my 40-day prayer course. If you already took it, it's there for you again. Do it again. It's just the habit of doing it every day. Find something to get you back into that relationship with God because it's self-induced. Ralph Martin, beautiful, Catholic company. Sign up for it. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Okay, we're going to go into different spirits today, shifting gears, And yesterday we talked about things that kept you away from God and religious spirits. Let's see, what did he actually call them? Abandonment of religious practices, those against the spiritual life, and false religions and philosophies. Today we're going to catch up on a couple of other ones. And one could be a lying spirit. How many of us have believed in lies? Here we go. Here they are, because I'm looking at the time already. Pretension, unreality, denial, delusion, labyrinth, convoluted thinking, cheating, neglect of responsibilities, irreverence. Hmm. Irreverence is a lying spirit. Circumvention, folly, concealment. Blindness of spirit, evasiveness, deceit, mask, game playing, deception, illusion, diversion, error, drama, marionette puppet, false, farce, hallucination, smoke and mirrors, harlequin mask, imitation, pantomime, counterfeit, role reversal, fraud, detraction, incredulity, incredulity, (laughs) my mouth won't do it, incredulity, oh my gosh, dulity, incredulity, incredulity, I-N-C-R-E-D-U-L-I-T-Y, hmm, that was fun, coy, cunning, undermining, aping. Huh. A-P-I-N-G. I'm going to have to look that one up. Dichotomy, juggling, duplicity. We talked about that. Facade, dual, showmanship, theatrics, show, acting, trickery, magic, mockery, appearances, fantasy, heresy, legion, subversive, irony, mimicry. Okay. All of these are spirits, they're named, but they all kind of are named after what they do. So it's pretty simple for us to remember these things. Cheating, concealment, game playing. How many of you play games? How many of you wear a mask? Smoke and mirrors. Isn't that funny how we say that all the time? Yet it is an actual spirit. Are you acting? Are you showing? Are you duplicitous in nature? Are you two-faced kind of thing? Okay, those are the lying spirits. Here are some unclean spirits. Some of you may have, may suffer from these. Unclean spirits. Unclean and offensive conditions. Compulsiveness to clean. Involuntary vices. Obsessive compulsive. Compulsion, quote, I have to, unquote. Distortion of truth, busybody, nosy, curiosity, violation of confidentiality, rumors, critical judgment, perverted judgment, perverted thinking, scandal, spirits that cause accidents. Okay. Stop being nosy. Stop being a busybody. Stop being so curious. Stop violating the confidentiality of people. And if you're doing these things, cast them out. That was such a gift that God gave me. I used to be the worst gossiper in the office. I would be the biggest busybody, nosy. I was getting into everybody else's stuff because I wanted to know what was going on so that I so that I kind of was one up on everybody. Horrible. Didn't even know there were spirits involved. I wasn't even thinking about spirits at this time. I was a willing participant. Loved those spirits in my life. Now, I love the opposite. I love having some integrity to stop talking about someone and make others feel that that's a wrong thing to do. I love to stand up. And when I speak with all of my coaching clients, know when I say your stuff stays in the vault, it stays in the vault. I may use an example on my podcast or in my videos, but I will never share your name. And I'm using those examples because it's helping other people, because many of my clients suffer from the same thing as you. We're not that different. Okay. Okay. Moving on. Theft. We have two more categories. Theft and making excuses for sin and infidelities to God. We'll end with that one. Theft. Stealing. Greed. Avarice. We say avarice a lot. Do you know what it means? Excuse me. It is excessive or insatiable desires for wealth, or gain, way beyond greediness, insatiable, excessive or insatiable desire for wealth or gain. Do you not think that that is where so many of the elitist people are? Even my husband, I shouldn't say even my husband, I've told you so many times, he's holier than I am. But he has said to me, honey, how much is enough? How much do we need to have? And if you think about avarice, think about elites in this world. Think about people who are millionaire and billionaires. How much more can you have? With avarice, it's not a satisfied itch. You can't scratch that thing. You just continue to desire more and more and more. And I think a lot more of us are attacked by this than we'd like to think. Okay, so let's go back. Stealing, greed, avarice, materialism, possessiveness, hoarding, covetousness, collecting, exclusiveness. Interesting that those words are in theft. Look those up. Exclusiveness. Probably is a good one. Covetan, covetousness. <laughs> I'm having a good a good day with my tongue here. Okay. Next one, making excuses for sin and infidelities to God. Neglect, omission, inability to pray because of worldly cares, inability to give or share. stingy. inability to give praise and thanksgiving to God or to people. That's it. But those are big. <laughs> Let me read those again. Neglect, omission. How many times do you just don't do something? Or you omit something, you know, like even if you <clears throat> if you say, Well, if I don't excuse me for clearing my throat. Well, if I don't want to tell you something, does that mean I I'm lying because I'm holding something back from you? That type of omission people think about? But in this case, it's just not doing something. Maybe you're making excuses for your sins and you're not going to confession, reconciliation, inability to pray because of worldly cares, In- inability to give or share, stingy, inability to give praise and thanksgiving to God or to people. Wow. Those are huge. So we learned About theft, making excuses, unclean spirit, and lying spirits. And lying spirits are so prevalent in our lives because we've bought all the lies. That is a big component of the unbound ministry. Is renouncing the lies that you're not good enough. That you're stupid. That you'll never be holy. That you're ugly. That you're fat. That you're so untalented. That you have no worth that God doesn't love you, like all of those are lies by the devil and they don't have a specific name, but we can renounce the lies. So in the name of Jesus Christ, I renounce the lie that I'm not good enough, that I'm not smart enough, that I'm not holy enough and that I'm not courageous enough. And I command you to go to the foot of the Holy Cross for Jesus to pour His precious blood on you and to receive your sentence, never to come back again. Father, in your Son's name, Jesus, please fill me with my worth. Fill me in my heart with the knowledge of who I am as your beloved daughter. Fill my mind, body, soul, and spirit with your love, your peace, your joy, and your courage. Keep me faithful to keep walking this path, to keep living for the audience of one. The way that we talk to God is personal. I don't want you to be praying these deliverance prayers and thinking you have to say it in a specific way or it's not going to work or if I don't know the exact evil spirit's name, then it's not going to work. Hogwash. Guess who that is telling you that. You can't do deliverance prayers because you don't know all these spirits. There's 11 pages of them. How in the world could you possibly know all these spirits? Well, you're not going to know them all. But most of them are associated with an emotion. And as I read through the list, you can see they're almost exactly the same. So when you're in doubt, cast it out and just say the emotion. But mean it. I cannot stress enough. We've gone there before in James. It is so important to have the trust and the faith behind the prayer. Behind the command is what you're doing. You're commanding these evil weasels out of your life. You have that authority. With Jesus, you have even more authority So when you say it, believe it and commit from your heart that Satan is gone because Jesus is going to cast them out. But if you do it halfway, or you don't even really want it to be casted out, but you're just going through the motions, it is not going to go because it doesn't have to. Remember, evil spirits are legalistic. That means we have to do things in a faithful way. In some cases, even with priests, they have to say certain prayers in certain ways. It may sound like I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth right now because I'm telling you not to be so strict and regimented on casting these spirits out. But at the same time, I'm saying, but, you know, in some cases, we have certain things we have to say. And yes, we do. We have to say Jesus's name. Period. That's a must. Because they don't have to go if we... Tell them to go, even though we have authority over our body, but in Jesus's name, they're out. So there are a couple rules, you know, you got to say it out loud. You got to mean it. You got to bring Jesus Christ's name in, and then you got to follow up with bringing God's spirit into you. It's not that difficult of a quote unquote formula, but I'm telling you, when you put all the parts of the recipe together, it is a beautiful pie in the face of Satan. I mean, who doesn't want to smack that pie right in his face every single time? So let's do it. Let's not dilly-dally. Let's think about what Ralph Martin said to us. Let's get ourselves back into our spiritual practices because that's where we meet God. Because when we're not there, we're not necessarily feeling his presence. For those who are going to say, but prayer and love is not a feeling. I agree. I agree. But there is such beautiful consolation and, f- and there is a peace. There is a joy. There is a zeal for life that comes when we spend time with God. Let's pray. I'm going to have to change this to the 20 minute podcast. <laughs> In the name of the father and of the son and of the Holy spirit. Amen. Oh, come Holy spirit. Come. By means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come into my heart, Lord. Change it. Help me love myself and others. And most importantly, help me love you. Bring me back to prayer. Bring me back to you in the Eucharist, in daily Mass, as often as I can go. Help me to attend Sunday Mass with such reverence. Help me to cast out the spirit of irreverence. Help me to go to you always. Today, please slap me in the face, Lord, when I don't see you, when you're speaking clearly, when you are distinctly different than the other feelings and emotions and voices that I have going on in my head. Help me understand that they're yours so that I can seek you first every day, knowing you as best I can. Mary, take my left hand. Holy Spirit, take my right. Guardian angel, please guide me, lead me, protect me, help me live serving the Lord, knowing the Lord, loving the Lord. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I love you, everyone. You know what to do. Find something more with God. (laughs) Hello. And have a blessed and inspired day.